Welcome to the Get Over Divorce podcast, where you'll learn to get your power back, hold healthy boundaries, and become the confident, successful single woman who can find real lasting love yet. Divorce sucks, but the rest of your life doesn't have to. Let's create a life you love. I'm your host, relationship coach, Julie Danielson. Let's do this. Podcast episode 77, Seven Ways We Sabotage Self-Trust. Okay, fun fact, I love number patterns and I'm always looking for number patterns like this podcast episode with triple sevens. Triple sevens means you are in tune with your true self and the whole universe. You are in alignment with your life's purpose. So I feel like that is a great sign from the universe that this is the best podcast episode I could be doing right now. (laughs) All right, so let's dive in. Um, When it comes to self-trust, I found that there's a lot of women out there that are really bitter and angry from their past relationships, and they say that they will never trust a man again. And I love to point out to them that there's millions of untrustworthy people out there in the world, and the truth is they're not trusting themselves to make a good decision about men. And this is totally understandable. But self-trust is super important. Without it, you're not going to find the love in the way that your heart truly, deeply wants it. So if you're looking for love again in your life and you want someone that has integrity, is trustworthy and honest, then you need to start right there and start being those things for yourself. Now, that means for a lot of women who are in a long marriage, they didn't speak up for themselves. They didn't use their voice to make sure that they were getting their wants, needs, and desires met. Many women quieted their voice because they didn't want to make waves in the relationship. But what they didn't know they were doing was they were quieting themselves and breaking their own trust with themselves because they weren't standing up for their own needs. You need to show yourself that you have your own back by standing up for your own wants, needs, and desires. I feel like as women in this patriarchal society, we're taught to take care of the needs of our husband, our children, even our boss, and many end up putting their own needs last, maybe never even getting them met. And because we do that, Our self-trust needs to be built back up again, starting with taking care of your own needs and wants and speaking up for yourself. So I want you to be on to all the ways that we sabotage our own self-trust. So starting with number one, we second guess our own decisions. I see women second guess their own decisions all the time. They outsource big decisions to the committee. You know the committee, your mom, your sister, and your three best friends. Women will listen to the opinions of the committee and make decisions based on what other people want for them. Now, for up to my committee, I would be living in Alaska forever, but it's not my soul's desire. I'm moving this summer to North Carolina, 
and I want to live in warm weather. I want to be able to drive to the beach. I've lived in Alaska almost my entire life. So it is time I experience life without winter nine months out of the year. So notice that your committee that you bounce your decisions off of, they don't necessarily want what's best for you. They might be thinking about what's best for them. When it comes to your decisions, you know more about what's at stake. You have lived the experiences that is bringing you to this decision. You are the only one that has all of the information and is qualified to make a decision for yourself. And by the way, not all decisions are black and white, right or wrong. A decision, no matter what it is, is going to move you forward in the right direction, even if you have regrets about that decision. Sometimes we're meant to learn from our decisions the hard way. So go forth. Unfortunately, for a lot of people, perfectionism rears its ugly head when it comes to making decisions because your brain is seeking certainty. And we can't foretell the future. We need to just decide. Successful people make decisions quickly and then they take regular action to get the outcome they want. You can do this too. The trick is to stick to your commitment and don't second guess your decisions. Decide to love your decision and then go to work making it work. When you waffle, it's because your primal brain is being challenged. It's uncomfortable and it seeks comfort and sameness. Your primal brain loves the past because it's got experience there and it would recreate it if it could. So if you want to make a decision based on growth and something new, your primal brain is going to freak out about it. I always make decisions for my growth, okay? So if you want to make a decision for your growth, go ahead. Get on that dating app and try it out. You can always just get really good at saying no thank you to a date. This is still progress. And if you have a goal that you're going to find love again in the future, this is one thing that will move you forward and closer to that goal. Maybe it's you need to make a decision to apply for a new job or ask for a promotion or joining a new workout class or finally finishing that degree. All of these decisions are positive and growth oriented. Even if they cost you money, the results are worth the financial setback. Okay, the second way we sabotage our own self-trust is by prioritizing other people's goals over our own. This is something that we all did as a wife and mother. We disconnect from our own true wants, needs, and desires. And this is so out of integrity with who we really are. This is why I meet so many women and they say, I just don't even know who I am anymore. It's because you disconnected from all of those true wants, needs, and desires. And you are not creating your life's purpose. I believe our life's purpose on this earth is to do whatever makes ourself happy and fulfilled. So
So if you're too busy making sure everyone around you is happy and fulfilled, you're not taking care of your own needs. You are not meeting your own purpose. This is so common for so many women because they they put their kids first long into adulthood. I remember speaking with this one woman. We'll just call her Jane for the purpose of the story. She was getting divorced and her adult daughter went to work creating her life for her. Jane was letting her do it. Her adult daughter decided that Jane would move to her city because she could use the free babysitting that Jane could provide because Jane was retired. Not only was this out of alignment with what Jane truly wanted for herself, she was actually going to do it and live out her next several years in service to her daughter in a city she didn't want to move to. And I don't know if she did it or not, but she's probably going to be miserable if she made that move because it was totally against her own wants, needs, and desires of herself. When we do things that are not aligned with our true soul's desire, we put ourselves off course and we end up depleting ourselves. And this could lead to depression. Okay, a third way we sabotage our own self-trust is we don't trust our picker, okay? When it comes to dating men, we think our picker is broken and that we're not capable of finding a good man. But the real problem is, is you just have not had any practice in developing it. And this is an exercise in building your dating muscles, right? Around being willing to go on a lot of dates. When you do that, you have better odds at finding Mr. Amazing. You need to work your muscle on breaking up with somebody that doesn't do it for you or someone that displays red flags. You need to build that muscle of learning more about yourself in the process of dating, like really honing in on what you like and don't like. We need to build that muscle for dating for fun and not out of need and desperation because we're lonely. We need to work that muscle of becoming the version of you that attracts amazing men. Okay, the third way we sabotage our own self-trust is we don't build the mental muscles it takes to date high-quality men. A lot of women think that their picker is broken and they're not capable of finding a good man. But the real problem is, is they haven't had any practice in developing their dating skills. Now, this is an exercise in building your dating muscles around the following. Willing to go on lots of dates to give yourself better odds at finding Mr. Amazing. Breaking up with someone that doesn't do it for you or displays red flags. Learning more about yourself in the process of dating, like what you like and don't like. Dating for fun and not out of need or desperation because you're so lonely. Becoming the version of you that attracts amazing men. This takes 
mind work. It takes building your belief and, you know, tweaking your profile over and over. Building the mental muscles to get clarity on what it is you really truly want in a relationship. And standing up for what you want, need, and desire when it comes to a man and willing to let him go if he doesn't support that. The fourth way we sabotage our own self-trust is by believing your critical thoughts about yourself. We all have this inner critic inside our mind that is just chattering away at us and tearing us down. It is telling you that you don't know what you're doing. And we need to be on to all those little snide comments that are percolating inside our subconscious mind because they are just thoughts. And our thoughts are not truth. They're just thoughts. But if you don't know how to question them properly, then these thoughts are going to spur belief and our emotions are going to get on board with that belief. Okay? So we need to take the time to really develop who we are and practice being ourself. And that means figuring out what it is you like and don't like, what is fun and not fun. How do you want to meet men and how do you not want to meet men? As you build self-trust, you are embarking on a deep, loving relationship with yourself. You are learning all the things that you do like and what you don't like. You are reclaiming who you are. I remember when I got divorced, I realized how many things I compromised on voluntarily. I listened only to his music. I followed his politics. I watched his shows on TV. I even stopped being a God-loving spiritual being. And as a newly single woman, I really started to lean into getting to know who I was. I found music that lit me up as I cleaned my apartment. I caught up on everything on Netflix that was like Jane Austen inspired. I found all the movies and shows and documentaries, everything. I also started to follow political information that I was drawn to. It turns out we were opposites in just about everything. (laughs) And I even found God. I leaned into my spirituality. I read Christian books that spoke to me. I found a church that I liked. I even started having more conversations with God himself. I took the time and learned who I was and what I liked. My hobbies, activities, where I wanted to travel, what I wanted to dream up. You get to develop all of those things, all of those likes. And when you know what you like, it makes you a more fun and interesting person to talk to. Okay, the fifth way we sabotage our own self-trust is we break the promises that we make to ourselves. When you say to yourself, you're going to start a diet on Monday, and you don't, or I'm going to pay that dental bill, and you don't, you are breaking your promises that you make to yourself each time. And when you do that, you are showing yourself you can't be trusted and you don't have your own back. When you set a goal and you forget about it, it's because you didn't make it a priority. 
So don't bother setting goals that you're not going to make a big deal out of. So set a goal, break it down into smaller steps, add it to your calendar, and then go to work getting your mind around that goal. It took me three weeks to get my mind on board to going to the gym. Okay, I started going to the gym three days a week with my stepdaughter, and it took me three weeks to get my brain around it. I even canceled one week with her because my brain was not on board. But now I'm doing it, and I don't need to negotiate with my brain because my brain wants to stay at home and stay in bed in comfort of the nice warm bed, right? I don't need to negotiate with my brain anymore because my brain is on board it's scheduled, I'm meeting somebody at the gym, and it's really increased my level of commitment because I got my brain on board. So when you get your brain on board with a commitment, you don't have to renegotiate with yourself. Instead of overthinking and stressing and second guessing, your brain just gets into execution mode and it does it without thinking. The sixth way we sabotage our own self-trust is by dwelling on the past. Our brain is looking for possibilities of the future, and unfortunately, it looks to our past. And our past is a very narrow way to look at our future. We end up very fearful of anything new. We are afraid of trying new things because we haven't done them before, and our brain looks at it fearful. Things bubble up around um, your divorce, like no one will ever love me again, or if he can't love me, no one will. And those kind of thoughts will bubble up. And they're not true, but they're going to keep you fearful of taking risks or getting out into the dating world or doing any kind of actions towards finding love again. And This is truly just your silly primal brain stoking fear. Your primal brain wants to keep you comfortable and safe. And the truth is, there's so many first-time things that you've done out there and you've turned out just fine. Like the first time you drove a car or the first time you traveled alone, there may be a little bit of fear in those moments, but it worked out just fine. When we dwell on the past, the future seems like something to fear, and it isn't. And this brings us to the last, the seventh way we sabotage our own self-trust is we worry about the future. Worry in itself is something we do to give ourselves a feeling of control. Worry is actually useless, okay? The future isn't something that just happens to you. You you can create it. You get to co-create your future with the universe. And you have so much power over your choices. You get to decide if you're going to settle for somebody that's not a fit and live a miserable marriage and life with somebody that's not a fit for you. Or you can break it off and keep searching and be determined to find the right person and not settle and have your own back knowing that you're not going to settle for the wrong person. When you practice taking care of you 
first and making sure you're doing what you need to do to get all your wants, needs, and desires met, you will build your self-trust back. You will have confidence in your decisions and you will be excited about the future that you get to create. All right, everyone, that's it for today. Thank you so much for being here. See you next time. Bye. Hey ladies, are you in my free Facebook group yet? It's called Thriving Community, Women Helping Women Through Divorce. You can search for it with that name in the search bar on Facebook or just click the link in the show notes. You'll be prompted to fill out a few short questions to get in, but on the inside, there are weekly live streams with me where you can interact with me directly and ask me questions. I'll see you there.